Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to explore the healing properties of snowflake obsidian, which is a crystal for balance and courage. And I am so excited about this episode. But before we dive into our main topic for today, I want to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question came from an anonymous question asker, so there was no name submitted with this one, um, but they asked, do you have a physical location or is it all online and at home study? Um, So that's a great question. So there are actually several parts to this business. There's the Love and Light School, which offers all online courses. So there's no physical location for Love and Light. Um, I'm located in Madison, Wisconsin, but all of our classes are done online and they can be taken by anyone anywhere in the world, which is pretty exciting. But we do also do a few in-person meetup events and I think... I hope we are planning our very first in-person student retreat for 2020 sometime. So we have that to kind of look forward to if you want to come hang out somewhere beautiful and learn about crystals and spirituality and energy. um, I believe we should have details about that um, hopefully by summer. I don't know. So Keep an ear open, listen for some details about any developments that way. Then the other part um, of what I do is my bricks and mortar store, it's a metaphysical store called Mimosa Books and Gifts. You might be wondering why on earth it has a very different name than the Love and Light School, and that is because Mimosa has actually been around longer than I have. I'm the fourth owner of Mimosa. It's located in Madison, Wisconsin. We're a full-service community metaphysical shop. We have crystals, candles, jewelry, incense, statues, a little bit of everything, Um, and I started working at Mimosa part-time while I was in college. I fell in love with it, and I became co-owner with my business partner, Diane, who later retired, and um, I'm now the sole owner and have been since 2015, so it's been almost five years now of Um, having Mimosa kind of all to myself, but of course I have an amazing supportive team at Mimosa that is responsible for all the goodness that's created there, and of course I have an amazing team here at the school as well. So although the school doesn't have a physical location, um, you can sometimes find me at my shop at Mimosa downtown Madison, so if you're in the area, pop by, say hello, I'd love to see you, and it's just a great way to kind of integrate everything that I do. I really love having both aspects of the teaching and then the actual supplies and tools and items that kind of help support all that. 
So great question, whoever you are that has that anonymously. I really appreciate it. And if you have a question of your own that you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or heart-centered business, or anything else that you're curious about right now, you can let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. But now it's time to dig into our main topic of the day, the healing properties of snowflake obsidian. Now, I mentioned this is a crystal for balance and courage, but it does so much more than that. So let's get started with the crystal affirmation or message from snowflake obsidian. So here's the affirmation. I create sacred space in my home to recharge and rejuvenate myself when I'm feeling out of alignment. So this is a crystal for balance, but because of its kind of magical, mystical qualities, it's also the perfect crystal to have in your sacred space to help you recharge and rejuvenate and really find that balance when you need it. So snowflake obsidian is one that I think is kind of passed up for being a little bit common, but it couldn't be anything further from that. I love this stone. It's really protective from negative energy. It blocks it from entering your auric field. So if you need a good protection crystal, this is a great one. It also helps reveal the truth in a situation. So it really kind of puts things in black and white, so to speak, just like the colors of this stone. But one of the main things that I've personally been working with this crystal for is to kind of expose areas of the shadow self to show you areas of yourself that need growth and development and help you find the gifts in that shadow and this is something that's you know a pretty deep journey it's been used in shamanic practice this way for a long long time but working with this crystal in meditation is really one of the best ways I've found to kind of get to this information and really tease it out of yourself and understand what's going on with you beneath the surface. This crystal also facilitates past life ascension and regression work. So it helps you uncover past life influences on your current lifetime so that you can work through those as well, particularly related to your fears. Because of its dark color, it's a great crystal for keeping you grounded and centered. And it's also been used by some people to shield from electromagnetic pollution or those pesky EMFs that tend to kind of foul things up for a lot of us. But it also brings peace and calming. Now, because of the kind of yin-yang energy that this stone possesses, that black and white coloring together, it brings this peace and calming about by helping you find your center and your place of balance. It also encourages a lot of personal growth. Now I mentioned that this helps you kind of tap into your shadow aspects and find the gifts there, but it also helps you work through those things that are no longer serving you. One of the main reasons that I also really enjoy working with Snowflake Obsidian is because it instills determination. If you asked people, I think, about one of my personal better qualities, being a Sagittarius, being a little bit fiery, is not only um, that I'm determined, but that I'm really willing to see things through even when they're difficult. And Snowflake Obsidian, personally for me, has been a great companion for that. Even when I've been, you know, facing some really difficult challenges in my life, Things that seemed really overwhelming at the time, just kind of knowing that I have this crystal around to 
go-to for some support and strength has been a real help for me. It also increases your courage. Sometimes we lack determination because things sound scary, right? We don't really know if we want to see them through to the finish line. But when you have that little boost in courage and confidence, it can really help. And finally, one of the things that I love about this crystal is that it facilitates compassion as well. Because it kind of enhances your intuition, it helps you put yourself in someone else's shoes and allows you to kind of step into their energy and really understand what they're going through. And I don't mean this in a physical way, not in a way that you're actually invading their energy or their space or being intrusive, but more just putting yourself in their shoes and really understanding with an open heart what it is that they're going through. And recently when I was in Mexico, um, I did a very powerful cacao ceremony and I took a few crystals with me. Uh, The main one that I was working with during that ceremony was a shamanic dream quartz, but I also brought with my snowflake obsidian because I really wanted that aspect of shadow work. And I think combined with the energy of the cacao ceremony, which is so powerful for heart opening, my compassion muscles were really flexed and I really felt that deep sense of empathy that comes from working with snowflake obsidian. So if you've never seen this crystal before, it looks a lot like black obsidian, but it has these little white spots on it and they're, they have kind of wiggly edges. Sometimes they look a little bit like snowflakes. Sometimes they look like blobs. Sometimes they look like little circles, um, but these are actually phenocrysts of cristobalite. So there are these cristobalite inclusions or crystals that grow within the black obsidian matrix that help give it this beautiful appearance. And this is a great crystal for working with at the first chakra, the root chakra, but also at the sixth chakra. Um, You could even extend this into the area of the heart if you wanted to, again, depending on which of these energetic qualities you were working with. Now, the zodiac signs that this crystal works best to support are Capricorn, Virgo, Scorpio, and Leo. So it really enhances the positive attributes of those signs and kind of diminishes the less than glamorous or negative aspects of those signs. The elements connected with snowflake obsidian are earth because of that deep black color and fire because of obsidian's volcanic origins. The companion flower for this stone is the hot poker, which is also known as nifofia, and the companion essential oil is canela or cinnamon. The companion crystal that I found works so well with snowflake obsidian is Inca jade, which is actually a form of serpentine with little flecks of pyrite in it. This is a great companion for snowflake obsidian. And the common origins of snowflake obsidian are Utah and the United States and Argentina. And most of what you see commercially available comes from Argentina. The staff at my shop, Mimosa Books and Gifts, did have a little bit of information to share about Snowflake Obsidian and other obsidians as well. But before I dive into that with you, I wanted to let you know that I've done another little video this week for you to accompany this podcast. So I have all the info, of course, written up over on the blog, loveandlightschool.com slash blog. But if you go over there and look for my post about the healing properties of Snowflake Obsidian, you'll also see a special video where I'm showing you even a few of my personal pieces of this gorgeous crystal, including the one that I took with me to that 
wonderful cacao ceremony in Mexico. So back to the information that my staff at Mimosa has to share about this stone. They say obsidian is the most abundant form of naturally occurring glass, the result of volcanic lava that cools really quickly. Technically, obsidian can have any composition, but usually it's a glass with inclusions of hematite and rhyolite. Snowflake obsidian, however, contains those tiny white clusters of cristobalite. It forms when over time the obsidian matrix begins to crystallize and the snow, or those cristobalite crystals, form within that obsidian matrix. Because obsidian is easily chipped and forms a sharp point, it has been invaluable for tool making throughout history, which has really contributed to the evolution of the human race. And many cultures also used it to make mirrors and figurines. And in fact, one way archaeologists can trace the development of trade in our world is by testing the composition of obsidian objects found along trade routes to find out where they originated and thus how far they had traveled. More recently, of course, obsidian lore has made its way into pop culture with the popular TV series Game of Thrones. It's called Dragonglass, um, but it's also known as a witch's blade. Now, because it does break easily and form sharp edges and has been used for lots of tools, you also need to be really careful that you don't cut yourself if handling rough obsidian because it is quite, quite sharp. If this stone happens to come to you, or if you feel really drawn to it, it may indicate that you've been experiencing a time of cloudiness or darkness in your life that will soon part. So if I've been talking about this crystal and you feel like, oh my gosh, I really need to work with this, and this kind of resonates, you've been going through something really tough, work with this stone. Get your hands on this stone because it really helps you work through this process and lift this kind of cloudiness that's been obscuring things for you. This is a really ancient stone and it has a lot to say. So really listen closely when you're working with this crystal for any messages that come through for you. And one last thing I want to say about this, when you're buying any obsidian, be careful of sellers that are promoting obsidian in various bright colors because this material is much more often than not completely fake. So if you see lavender or yellow or aqua obsidian, these are fakes. They're just man-made glass and although there are some really pretty tumbled stones, they're not real crystals. So just be careful about that because I've seen so many dealers selling them as obsidian. Some, I know they know better. Others, that's kind of how the stones were sold to them. And I don't think they really have any idea that what they're selling is fake. So if you ever see a fake crystal out there, don't be you know, immediately crabby or mad or think someone's trying to rip people off. Chances are they honestly just don't know that what they're selling is a fake. Even on the wholesale market, um, where there's a lot of mineral trade happening and lots of shops buy from these larger distributors, it can be really frustrating because you know there, there are a lot of shop owners that depend on those distributors to have real authentic stuff, and they just don't know that what they're being sold to resell in their shop to their customers is fake. So don't always be mad at your local New Age store or rock shop. They may not know 
Um, but you know, also don't be afraid to kind of speak up in a really kind and respectful way and just say, Hey, you know, this stuff is actually man-made. It would have, you know, it'd be a good idea if you could just label that on your signs or something like that. I think the more we can educate each other about these fake crystals, the better off we will all be. Um, but of course it never helps to get crabby or frustrated right off the bat. Give people the benefit of the doubt. So I hope you enjoyed that discussion on the healing properties of snowflake obsidian. And now it's time to move into our trending this week segment. Each week in this segment, I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm just loving right now that I want to share. Um, So what I want to talk about this week is actually the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show. I'm going to have quite a lengthy podcast episode about this in late January, right around the time of the show, but I kind of wanted to mention it now because um, if you plan on attending the show, you should definitely, definitely have your hotel rooms booked and your rental car and all that stuff by this time because the show really takes over the whole town and it starts to book up pretty quick. If you've not heard of this show, this is actually the biggest show in the world. Uh, it is absolutely huge and people come from all over the world to sell crystals and minerals and fossils and beads and jewelry and It is amazing. And one thing that I did last year um, on my Instagram stories at Love and Light School, which I will do again this year, is I went around and I actually documented all of the crystal fakes that I saw at the show. So if you plan on shopping the show or shopping really any gem show and you want to keep up with my posts about those crystal fakes that are kind of creeping up at the show, definitely be sure to follow me on Instagram over at at love and light school. And in late January, while I'm at the show, be sure you're following up on my stories so that you make sure you see all of the fakes that are trending at the show this year. And I just want to give you a really early heads up about this because it is such a big problem. Last year, I think you know, I found 40 or 50 different types of fake minerals and crystals. And I got so many messages from people that said, oh my gosh, how can they do this? This should be regulated. It shouldn't be allowed. Well, here's the thing. I think that those types of things should have to be labeled for sure. But there are a lot of people that don't mind buying totally fake things or dyed things or whatever. You know, there's some people that that like crystals not for their energy, but because they're pretty. So if they have a big dyed purple geode that's not really amethyst, they don't really care because they just think it's pretty. Um, And that's fine. You know, I don't mind that stuff being sold as long as it's labeled and people know what they're buying. That's really the important thing there. So if you want to keep up on that, you want to make sure that you aren't duped, that you know what to look for in your crystals, that you know what to look for to spot fakes, um, definitely give me a follow over at at Love and Light School. And if you are planning on attending the show, be sure you have all of your accommodations and flights and rental cars and all that stuff booked because it will be filling up here like any day. I know it's getting harder and harder to get an Airbnb or a hotel or anything like that. Um, but if you've never been to the show and it's within your means to go, I think every crystal lover should go at least once in their lifetime because it is amazing. 
Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, of course, you can subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. And I did just want to give a big shout out to Teeks. Teeks left a five-star review saying so much love and light. Ashley is a wealth of information that she graciously shares in this solid podcast. I tune in religiously so I don't miss a thing. Keep doing the good work of spreading the love and light about crystals with us all. Thank you. Teeks, you are a rock star. Thank you so, so much for leaving that five-star rating and, of course, the beautiful review. I really, really appreciate it. Keeps me motivated and excited about doing the show every time I get to hear from you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you next week. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.